Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to Three Peas in a Pod, episode 185. We made it. Ed's still laughing at the title. <laughs> I'm not used to it. You're not used to the title uh-huh. yet? And the, the now, the theme song and the, the opener video and all of that, we just discovered neither Ed nor I have watched it. Uh-huh. I really want you guys to watch it. So Ed's going to pull it up. pull it up here. And so. we're going to watch Those it. Those of you watching on YouTube, you already know why I want them to watch it. They want me to see this. Because oh. apparently this is something we so need to see. So what's the first one? It's the on. one about, the one that's currently up is the Sin in the Kingdom of God. Right. Or that that's the new one, yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ed, I got can my you sound. not? I have my sound turned off so that I wouldn't He needs the, the full podcast. experience ah, with the audio. Okay. I, you know me. Here we go. I'm more of an audio guy than a visual guy anyway, so let's hear it go. Okay, back it up. Wait, up, back wait, it up, wait, 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 back, back it up. up. I'm sorry, y'all. This is great, <laughs> great <laughs> footage right here of okay. Ed trying to figure out how to work itself. All right. It's the first one. I thought that's the one I had. Now you got to back it up. Yeah. Well, how do I do that? Oh, here play. There you go. No, nope, it didn't do it. No, no, no. Make it full screen. Ed doesn't know how to work it. I phone. don't, apparently. Oh my I never watch videos on my... You got a little dancing heads. Wow. A little dancing heads around the top. That, that, was, uh, that was entertaining. I, I, I'm just going to say right here, your granddaughters love it. Do they really? Oh my goodness, they thought it was the greatest thing. Okay. Pawpaw's head... Floating around on top of a beanpole. Right, while y'all talk, I'm gonna turn this. I, I want to hear the music. You know how I like audio. What's gonna be great is I think <laughs> at this point, for as long as we've been running, the music is still going on, and now it is looping back on itself. You like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh. oh. How many times? Where did you find that music? Yeah. I told you in the last one. It's from the YouTube copyright free library. Okay. I, if I will. That ta- guy is so excited because you know he has already tagged us. Mm. Well, I, I think YouTube does. I think you can probably see if you're watching it on YouTube. I think it, they are required to put uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the 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 artist and what it's called. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the song. So if you're not watching this podcast on YouTube, you're missing something. You are missing out. You're missing the dancing heads. Well, they get to hear that fine music either way. They do get to hear the fine music. But the dancing heads—that's a that was. Now, see, because I only listen to podcasts at two times regular speed. I've got to go listen to that at twice the speed. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I it, might I like it. twice the speed. I might like it better. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. Funk music normally at two times the speed. You got to have a little slow down to good groove it a little bit. Mm. That's really loose to call that funk music. Ed's a purist. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. He knows George Clinton. <laughs> I, do, I do love. Well, I don't know him. But He's offended that we <laughs> called that funk music. I guess so. And all the kids listening are like, who's George, George Clinton? Clinton? Is he Bill Clinton? They don't know who Bill Clinton is. They don't know who Bill Clinton, Clinton. Clinton. Like there's anybody watching this that doesn't know. <laughs> so this episode has become majorly self-aware. And yep. uh, because of that, see, that's that segue. We're going to do a couple self-aware questions. We had a couple questions sent in to us that are really insider about our church. True. I thought we'd go ahead and knock both so of them. Instead of personally emailing us. Yes. They, it's, I mean, because it's pretty inside. They want us to talk about it on air. So, so we apologize. Happened. And there are people who don't attend our church that true. watch this that because we hear, we hear from them occasionally. Well, comments and other things. That's they right. like floating it. So this won't take long. 
I don't think. Well, we'll see. But we'll see. So here's the first question. <laughs> what happened to all the other campuses and what happened to the 12 o'clock service? So I have one word one to word. answer both. One word. COVID. Yes. Well, was, that's not totally true, but that's mostly true. COVID. Yeah. Pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, one time we had three campuses and one of those we made a uh, really hard decision about. And that was pre-pandemic. Yep. We combined two into one. Yep. Yes. And that that transition took place three, four years before the pandemic. Yes. Four years. Probably like five, that. like all right, somewhere in there. Yeah. And then, you know. Because we were at Ashley Park, at the Ashley Park campus, which was in a movie theater for three years, weren't we? Good little while. Oh, yeah. Three, I think I think there were three Christmases. That's the way That's I kind of remember. That's the way I sort of think of it think as well. Cri- I think it was 17, 18, and 19. We moved like yes. in Easter of 17 as That's well. That's what I okay. think. So, so yeah, so we had three, we had, yeah, we had four Easters. And so once the pandemic happened and the movie theater shut down and then they tried to open back up and we thought we might try to go back. And then they shut down. And then when they opened back up, their restrictions on how many people we could have in a movie theater were so restrictive. At that point, we realized, hey, this is just not going to happen. And we just gave it up and let them know that. Well, we were starting at that point to gain momentum of of people coming back um, just to our building in-person services at the time. And Mm -hmm. uh, it just felt right to continue in that direction. And And the same thing with the 12 o'clock service. 12 o'clock service stopped when... the pandemic, all services stopped because mm-hmm. technically the nine o'clock and the 1030 never came back. No. Because when right. we came back, we were at 930 and 11. Yeah, so. We didn't need three services at that yep. point because like every other church in, at least in our country, and I, I can't comment the rest of the world. No, it's, it's not true around the world, but at least in our country, most churches are smaller significantly than they yes. were pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we didn't need three services anymore. And yeah. Yeah, so that is the answer That's to that question. Answer. It's just a very practical. There's no, yeah, there's, there's no one. hidden information mm-hmm. behind it. It just nope. is, it is what it is. There are That's a few what. churches growing. Not that anybody cares about this, but me. I sent you all some information. Yeah, I was going to say I'd seen that. There are some churches growing, but most of the churches growing are doing what's known in our world as consolidating, which means a lot of these smaller churches mm-hmm. that struggled during the pandemic and didn't open back over time. A lot of those people just left those churches, and if they were really committed to going to church, they wound up going to larger churches, and some churches have really grown, but they haven't really grown by converting very many people. They've grown by consolidating. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you know, y'all said it was going to be interesting to somebody. That's right. Somebody, That's whoever answered the question, I hope that answered your question. I think across the nation, though, it's pretty well attested to there are less people going to church number-wise across the nation, not in, in forgetting individual churches. There are less people now going to church than there so were this will make me in, a bit, in the U.S. You know what the most interesting part of that is information I sent you all, I think, was mm-hmm. over, I sent to our whole staff this weekend. Was not only are there less people going, but they've discovered at this point that uh, of the political leanings of people that are going, less conservative politically people. That was which interesting. I do not. To me. I do not think is what most people would think. But the further right you are politically, mm-hmm. and that you used to go church, the more likely you aren't going to church anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just very. It was very interesting. It's it is interesting. not the stereotype in our mm-hmm. nation. I no. think. So it's hmm. just inf- interesting information. Maybe that will be another discussion for another time. Maybe so. Maybe that might, that might raise a question. That'll raise a question. And we may have just given you all the knowledge we have. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, you can ask. You can ask. I think we have yeah. a question about that a little bit later. We've already given all the knowledge we have, but <laughs> we're going to say more words. Yeah. Not yeah. more knowledge, That's but right. more, more words. words will come out. So here's the second insider question. All right. All right. Here it is. Our church used to put attendance numbers and the amount of money offered on Sundays into the church program. Why don't you do that anymore? Well, there are a lot of things we used to do. That like, actually went away a long yeah, time ago. Church time programs ago. went away whew, really long time ago. Well, and even before yeah. the, the bulletins went away, we had stopped putting onto the actual like order of service and mm. those things. The I'm no- trying. I don't think once we went to three campuses, we published numbers in a bulletin because then it only made sense to publish that each campus. of them campuses. Yeah, we, did the, we did the individual campuses. I yeah. remember that. Uh, for a short time? Yeah, we did. So that was bit. 2010, but it didn't last too long because then it didn't make sense. Did you care more about what was happening to the church overall? Or did you care more about your campus? Yeah. And, uh, so that sort of went away. And then for a while, we actually published it for people uh, who cared. And we'd just say, hey, there's a website. You can go and see all of that stuff. And there was a website up. But, you know, the great thing about websites is you can put Google Analytics on the mm-hmm. website to find out who's actually viewing. And what we discovered is no one cared. No one to the website. People stopped asking, and no one went to the website yeah. to ask about it. Now, we do still tell those numbers uh, to certain people. To our donors. Yeah, people who people who give. We have a monthly, it's not a podcast, no. but it's a. they it's get a monthly report every video. month. Every and month. I will say, even on that video, we don't publish the numbers necessarily, mm-hmm. um, but yearly. Yeah, that's right. We publish the numbers for people, again, who are donors. So if you're not getting that information ever, maybe you're not giving. And yeah. you're, or at least you're not giving in a way that we know no, you are. Yeah, you've been right. giving cash, and we don't have a yeah. way to, to let you know yeah. about that's it. Right. But yeah. if we know you and we know your information and we know how to get in touch with you, you get stuff. And maybe, you know, once again, because— this is just this 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 is like the Wild Wild West podcast. We're just out there. We're out there at this point. Maybe what's interesting for people to even know about this question is those aren't even the uh, metrics that we are most interested in. Not internally. That's, that's what I mean. Right. As not, a church not. staff, and that may be interesting because some people may think that's the primary thing churches are measuring: how many people are showing up and how many dollars are coming in. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you do measure those things because they're easy enough to measure. Mm-hmm. But for us as a church, we really are trying to measure how are people taking next steps, yep. uh, and whether that be people who are coming for the first time or people who are you hear us if you come here all the time telling you go to the Next Step Center, people who are doing a first serve. And then ultimately, we want to know who who is being uh, fully discipled within our church. And we have a program that we do with that. And so we're measuring other kinds of things uh, as well. And so um, not that that was the question you asked, but I do think the reason those two things get asked a lot is I think that's what people often think that churches are most interested in measuring, well, how many the, people are showing up and how much money. And I get why, because sure. they are the things that have been most often published, including by yeah. us. Yes. Yeah, I that's mean, right. And when I grew up, there was a big thing on the wall. And yeah. you'd, you'd, have the, mm-hmm. you'd have the numbers on the wall uh, because, you know, we didn't have high-tech 
information. But the wall, had the, little the wall was our high tech version yeah. of how to communicate. I remember that, that was stuff. somebody's job at my home church oh, was yeah. to take those little numbers and to slide, slide them in, in and every and we would we had one for Sunday school. That's right. We had one for like the worship service. Uh, that's right. You get the numbers of who came to Sunday school uh-huh. and how much money was given at Sunday school. And That's then good. how many people came to the church service and how much money was given there. And, and there So were, you could compare the numbers and judge the disparity. Oh, and, and Not just judge. The preachers would all, often use it as sermon illustration. <laughs> Look how oh. many of you bozos don't come to Sunday school. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Yeah. You know what? You got to use what you got. Because <laughs> the, the big thing we had at the old school churches was we had shame. <laughs> That's good. And that That's was good. our— Get some good, good, good old-fashioned shame on people. That was a good church growth— Strategy. It, well, yeah. it worked for a while. It did work for a while. It's very short-lived. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. It's not that's very right. effective. No. It, 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 it'll work for a time. Okay. So those are our two insider questions. Now we have what I would call a outside question because right. it goes way outside the bounds of probably what any of us know. <laughs> we are the perfect people then to ask. Exactly. <laughs> and you'll know what I mean when I ask the question. Here we go. The news just said that aliens have been confirmed. And the Pope has reported alien aircraft. So I'm confused how I how to believe in it. Is it's not biblical, is it? Well, we did we did a we did a thing. We you did know, a little episode I, on so this. I'm gonna tell you all the way my mind, you know, because my mind uh jumps uh at times. And so we were just talking about numbers and what we cared about, and then I read uh, you said the word confirmed, and I thought Aliens have been confirmed by the church, like they were they were sprinkled as children, and oh, then they they they've gone through okay. a confirmation they class. Went, they went through the catechism. <laughs> they went yeah. through the catechism. I thought, well, that would be news. There well, you go. here's what I we have talked about aliens just a smidge on a, a previous episode, so you can search back and grab that. But here's what I will say. I would take issue with your first statement of aliens being confirmed. Yeah. The only thing that happened, to my knowledge, is that somebody got up in front of Congress and said that that, that we found aliens. Now, mm-hmm. if that's confirming, okay. Well, that man. That dude said that, we had. That man did. Now, now appara- I also here's what I would in- also say. Apparently, nobody on the planet believed him because nobody panicked. <laughs> no. Nobody panicked. Well, we didn't no. go into lockdown. or we Just didn't... like the guy you meet at the gas station who tells you there's aliens. Yeah, Everyone guess. goes, thanks, Bob. That's right. Yeah, good to see you today. So right. this guy, and I'm not saying he's not a well-credentialed guy. Apparently, he got to sit he in front of Congress. He's pretty high up. He's in, apparently yeah, a high up in, guy. In, in Air Force. But he said it. I don't know if that's confirming anything. I think, though, the the bigger part, and we got to this in that episode when people yeah. say it's not biblical. It's yeah. it, well, one, the Bible doesn't speak to it. Nope. That's right. So, so it's not. So, so it's not. Absolutely, by definition, it is not biblical. It is but not But neither in the is chat GPT. No. So, True. No. <laughs> yes. chat, no. When you ask me, is chat GPT biblical? No, it is not. <laughs> no. Because the Bible doesn't address that idea. But no. the, the conversation of, uh, whether or not, I think what people are trying to ask is, do, do if aliens are real, mm-hmm. does that mean that the Bible is wrong or that I can't believe in God? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that it somehow destroys my faith. I think yeah. that's the question. When they say it's not biblical, I'm assuming that's what you mean. If what you mean is by it's not biblical, it's not in the Bible. Yeah, it's not biblical, Correct. it's not in the Bible. If what you mean is if this guy turns out to be right, does that mean Jesus is not the Savior? Does that mean mm. that, you know what I mean? I think yeah. that's the question they're trying to get to. And my answer to that is no, it doesn't mean Jesus is that's not like, the Savior. Yeah. 
I don't see how those two are moved to exclusive. It's apples right. and horseshoes. They don't even. <laughs> Very good. They're not. They're not even in the same category. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. They're not just. They're not addressing the same topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. If if one day aliens show up and we're fighting a war against aliens, you won't have any trouble believing in them. No. Right. <laughs> they, there will be ample evidence there are aliens, and many people will also be praying to Jesus at right. the same time. Yes. Right. So, and then someone made a point on a podcast I was listening to recently that said, wouldn't it be great if the aliens showed up and started telling us about Jesus? Oh, yeah, I heard that, yeah. too. I <laughs> They're like evangelistic And aliens. I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys have Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do y'all know about Jesus? Because, you know, he visited our place uh, yeah, exactly. and That's revealed right. himself to us, you know. Yeah. And, and so for me, the thing always comes down to is, how big is your God? Right. You know, and if this is something that, that totally rocks your world and shakes your faith, I would go back to that and say, well, where's God in all this? And, and, and I feel that way about a lot of things that I see our, especially the church, get freaked out about. It often leads me back to that question of, if we talk about how powerful and big God is and how he's got everything. He holds all things together. But yet we act like he ain't got a clue. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have a problem with that. I do too. It bothers me. And and I will say it bothers me when I live that way. Oh, sure. That's so, right. yeah. you know, I would just say don't don't sweat it. Yeah, that's what I would say, too. I would say there is no reason to be nervous about this or anxious about this. If it does turn out to be true, God still has us. God's still mm-hmm. at work. Yep. And we would need to know more about these aliens. I think people are trying to get like a, a theology of aliens before the aliens show up. Yeah. But that's like having a theology about some, you know, microorganism that we haven't discovered yet. I don't have to have a theology about the microorganism someone hasn't discovered. And then they they figure it out. And then I go, mm, well, the Bible didn't say anything about that. Mm. You know, the, the Bible didn't say anything about cellular mitosis. I don't know what to do about that. Like, there, it, it is a thing. Mm-hmm. And, or it, or it's not a thing, either yeah. one. And it, I, and when yeah. I have the information, then I'll know. It's a faulty view of the scriptures, too. Correct. Because and I've seen this, and this is a problem. There are, there's, and it's a fringe. I I, I admit this is a very fringe part of Christianity that um, believes that everything that, that NASA tells us about space and all the things that we've discovered. Those are hoaxes, and those can't be true because mm. it doesn't say it in the Bible, or right. or it says that you know the Bible has, or the Bible says the world has four corners. Well, that means the Earth is not round. Mm. Well, you you have taken a, a position on the Bible that's faulty. You know, the Bible right. wasn't written to teach us all of that stuff, and so just because it's not written verbatim in Scripture, or it's written one way by the viewpoints of the writers of Scripture, one way it has to be that way, even even in the face of demonstrable evidence. Right. So you just you so to, to try and horn aliens into the Bible and figure out because it's not there, they can't exist. Well, I don't think you've seen the Bible correctly. Yeah. But. You know, I don't have any evidence of this, but I just wonder. Uh, I wonder if when people began leaving Europe on boats mm. and coming to discover yeah. uh, new places, if they thought they were going to be uninhabited and mm-hmm. they were going to mm-hmm. be the first people there and, yeah. you know, all of that kind of stuff. And was this kind of tension there as well when they came back and said, oh, there are people already there and mm-hmm. they're doing da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Or did people go, oh, that shakes my faith in the Bible because the Bible, you know, yep. the Bible literally said the apostles went to everywhere. The, the ends they, of the they, earth. Ends of the earth. As far but, as they knew. Yes. Which apparently wasn't. The it's, end. It, it wasn't the uh-uh. end. No. It just meant, as far as we know. Exactly. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's a good point that both of y'all are making really about the Bible there. I think it's important for us to understand about faith in general is that the Bible is, we say it is it is fully sufficient, but we say it is sufficient <laughs> about revealing everything we know to live a godly life, right? And really about this, um, this way that God interacted with humanity first through the people of Israel and then through Jesus Christ himself and then the ends of the Bible, the last part is them reflecting on the way that because of Jesus, because of this historical event of God inhabiting space and time in the man of Jesus, right, uh, how that should affect how we live. And so the Bible is sufficient in that way. It tells us everything we need to know about Jesus, tells us everything we need to know about, you know, Israel, and then it tells me everything I need to know about how I should live because of those events, because of the way God is. But it doesn't tell me everything I need to know. I mean, we already made the joke. It doesn't tell me what I need to do about AI. It doesn't tell me what I need to do about, you know, the changing or which... Which, is it capitalism or socialism? Which 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 economic neither system is the best? Neither of which are indicated in the Bible. Well, anymore. neither yeah. one. Yeah, neither no. one was the, the was really, the way at the time. Neither one really existed at that time. Right. right, and so and that's what I mean is when we say it's sufficient, I don't mean it's sufficient for any possible question you have. That's right. It's sufficient to teach you how to live a good and godly life because of what Jesus Christ has done. Mm-hmm. And those are the kind of questions we should be bringing to the Bible. There are other ones that are fun ones. I regularly get people who want to come and talk to me about the Nephilim and, you know, all the stuff. There's there's weird stuff in the Old Testament. And I go, you know, that's not the kind of question you're bringing about. There are questions maybe you should be asking about the Nephilim. The questions you're bringing Imagine about what they are. <laughs> <laughs> The questions you're bringing about them are not the ones that it's designed to answer. You know what's going to happen now, Nathan? Hey, gonna Someone's going to send a question and go, what the heck's the Nephilim? <laughs> but haven't we talked about that once already? Probably. That know. seems like a thing we I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather not do it again. I, I know. But that's okay. All right. So have we fully covered the topic of aliens? I don't know. Sufficiently. And sufficiently. This is the second episode. I know this we is have the second discussed one. it. So if we have not, I guess you can ask another question. I'm not sure we've got much else to talk about on that one. But... You guys are in charge. That's you right. get to send us the questions. So in the show notes at the description, there's a link. You can click it. You can send it to us. Leave your name. Don't leave your name. Either way, we'll do our best to answer them if we can. Next week, though, we have a, I think, one question that will take up the entire episode, and it is pretty, pretty involved, pretty serious. I'm looking forward to it. Wow. All right. I'm looking forward to it, too. I'm looking forward to Jason Reed. I'm going to play the opening music again for everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> we no, can no, do no, that no. in post. That's that's right. Right. We got that covered, Ed. Okay. You can, I, you can just gonna, watch the dancing heads I, and get could, excited. I, I don't care about those. I want the music to be better. There's nothing that's going to happen between now and then that's going to make that happen. So next week, the music will be the same. Ed will still not like it, but come back anyway. We will see you then. Goodbye. Have a great week. <laughs>